0: Hello, welcome back to the Passion Project. It's been a while, and my name is of course Alex Adams, uh, your host, and today we'll be talking to Ranilla Haridas. Did I say that right? I said yeah. yeah, in in the in the prep work for this podcast, I worked I probably said Haridas about
1: <laughs>
0: 40 times, so I just wanted to get it right for Ranilla, and she's a good friend of mine, and today she'll be talking to us about her, her passion for mindfulness and spirituality. And um, uh, how's it going, Ranilla? How are you doing?
2: It's going great, thanks for asking. How about you?
0: Pretty good, pretty good. And um, I'll just get it started like right off the bat. And I'll just ask you to explain a little bit about how and when you got into mindfulness or, or spirituality.
2: Yeah, thanks for asking. So basically, uh, I would say I've had it present in my life since I was younger, uh, so my mom, her profession, her career revolves around spirituality and m- mindfulness, because she essentially um, conducts meditation classes, um, does Reiki sessions and teaches Reiki, as well as, as is a nutritionist, personal trainer, just everything associated with that realm, including yoga and so on. and. I've, uh, of course known about this ever since I was young and, uh, I've actually only started, I guess, more deeply spirituality when I was 16, maybe 15, Mm -hmm. 16. Uh, and that's when I decided that I would try to take it seriously. And I guess I would say 17, 18 is where I really started to learn Reiki and actually, uh, consistently try to meditate or, uh, conduct mindfulness for myself.
0: And what does that kind of process of Reiki like how how does that work what kind of brought you into starting it when you were 16 and 17 obviously of course you you just briefly outlined how your mom teaches like Reiki and mindfulness but what kind of brought you in and and how does if you don't mind just explaining that process for you?
2: Mm -hmm. Actually I would say that bringing myself to do uh, anything to do with mindfulness was actually more difficult than I would say Uh uh, somebody else, because my mom was in that profession. So it always kind of, uh, sorry, were you about to say something?
0: No, 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 continue. Continue.
2: (laughs) Perfect. I was just about to say that uh, because she is in that field, uh, it kind of drove me away from it because I was, you know, Uh thinking that, oh, I don't need to learn this or she's just doing it as her job. And so I kind of ignored it and didn't mm-hmm. try to look into it for a lot of my life. And then I guess, I guess when I was a little more mature, I realized that I wanted to dive a little deeper. And of course, who better than my mom to help me out? Yeah. Um, and yeah, that's when I started doing meditations first. And I really enjoyed those. And it was a great experience. And then I started learning a little bit about oracle card readings, for example, or crystals, um, which of course is really fun for someone in high school. And then um, (laughs) I learned more about uh, actual mindfulness, um, which of course involves, you know, so many other kind of tools and uh, ways of thinking rather than just, for example, using crystals or just meditating. Um, And then in about, I think, grade 12, I, when I was 18, I learned about Reiki and I, or wanted to do Reiki. And that's when I did my first Reiki level one with my mom. And then I also did Reiki level two the next year after that.
0: Can you describe a little bit what like Reiki number one and Reiki number two, like what that kind of session or that experience is like?
2: Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Well, Reiki in general is essentially energy work. And Mm -hmm. so, you know, we all have an energy and um, kind of energy fields around our body and just vibrations that, you know, everyone has around the world, Um, even from a science perspective where, you know, atoms vibrate at a certain frequency Mm -hmm. and um, that's just how we are. And depending on, you know, our thoughts, our interactions, our what we do every day, that energy uh, becomes, you know, either like on a scale, you could say, like positive, negative, um, strong, weak kind of a thing. And so to hone that energy and to increase it for, you know, better kind of vitality, better mood, um, just even to unblock certain one of these chakras that you have in your body. Um, So from your crown to uh, Mm -hmm. the kind of pelvis area, uh, you have certain chakras and Mm -hmm. they I guess, govern certain parts of you and your energy. And so even if, for example, you have been wanting to say something to your parents for a very long time, so that would uh, associate with the throat chakra. And if you don't express your feelings, then that can be blocked and that can affect your overall energy. right? And so Reiki is essentially uh, changing this energy so that You can be your best self, for example. Um, And this, you know, it plays in every day. Like if you meet somebody, you can tell sometimes, you know, their vibe or even energy, right? Mm -hmm. Sometimes you meet with somebody and you go home and you realize you're super tired for some reason. And so that's an example of that person drains you, for example, it drains your energy. And when your energy is drained, you're, you know, more tired, um, sometimes sad and so on. So lifting that part of you um, is a lot of what Reiki does.
0: And, and how would you say Reiki has kind of changed your life or your perspective or your mood or.
2: Yeah, it's, it's, it's hard to say. It's very not black and white. <laughs> yeah. um, it, you know, I am still working on the consistency part of it just as anybody else. And when it is used consistently and when it is um, used with other tools, such as, for example, like journaling at night or meditating and using Reiki um, then it definitely has helped me uh, tremendously just in any part of my life. For example, I went through a really tough injury two years ago and I'm still in that injury
1: mm-hmm.
2: and, you know, I couldn't really do much else other than just school, for example. And yeah. then um, that's when I got definitely deeper into my spirituality because, um, you know, it. I realized it started to help me quite a bit just in terms of my mood, um, not spiraling, um, not you know, even my anxiety at the time, it really helped to just ground me um, so that I wasn't, I guess, chaotic all over the place.
0: Did you feel with Reiki like that you were kind of pinpointing within you where your anxieties or like things like that were stemming from? Is that kind of how the experience was like for you?
2: Yeah, I mean, of course, I don't. It's not a generalized, um, okay, I guess, experience, but <laughs> for me personally, yes it was definitely and in general reiki can also actually help uh determine where things are derived from mm-hmm. so you know like where is this you know depression stemming from or where is this uh anxiety stemming from fears and so on so it, mm-hmm. basically it helps you come to terms with your decisions in your life so it's asking essentially the right question so you can come to um what you need best
0: so what kind of questions was Reiki kind of asking for you when you were going through your shoulder and kind of kind of going through all that?
2: Yeah, definitely. And just for everyone to get a little bit more context, my injury, uh, so I was a competitive track and field athlete with the university and the club. And basically I have, I think something pinched or compressed in my nerves in my back as well as a labrum tear in my hip and something wrong with my knee um and so uh basically i would you know try meditating every day and that would firstly be very difficult to keep consistent but i realized it actually helped me wake up calmer because sometimes if i would wake up and i was in pain i would ultimately instantaneously be Mm -hmm. sad and just worried because, you know, the first thing in the morning you feel is that pain, for example,
1: mm-hmm. um,
2: or even it could relate to somebody who wakes up and thinks about some stressors in their life. Right. Yeah. So that it helped me kind of mitigate that and eliminate that from my morning, which helped me for the rest of the, uh, the, the day. And the questions kind of included just, you know, why are you so worried about your hip, for example? then while I was meditating or while I was just kind of in the Reiki space. So basically I use Reiki and meditation in conjunction where I'm meditating. And then there's certain symbols you learn in level one. Uh, Mm -hmm. And then in level two, essentially you go deeper into, or sorry, level one is essentially learning about Reiki and releasing all of kind of the um, kikis is what my mother calls it, Mm -hmm. which is all kind of the emotional baggage you have. So, you Mm -hmm. know, talking about it, releasing it, burning the pages after you write on them mm-hmm. um, so just you know to prepare you to experience reiki for example mm-hmm. then level two is where you learn certain symbols and these symbols help you to hone the energy better oh. is the best way to describe it um, and so for example there's a, a symbol called like seihiki and you learn to draw it and basically you can draw it in the air or anything like that and Mm -hmm. that's for emotional so if you're feeling really emotional or mood swings or anything to do with emotion if you use that symbol on yourself um, it helps you to hone that energy part of yourself Mm -hmm. Um, and so the questions would kind of start with like why are you feeling a certain way and i would meditate do my symbols and be in that space and then um, i would you know ponder on it and then eventually i'd realize oh i'm worried about my hip because I'm afraid that Mm -hmm. it will never go away yeah yeah
0: I I was just gonna ask so with these questions um for Reiki are they kind of prescribed to you like so week one you have to ask about this or is it kind of more kind of generated random not randomly but not kind of like it's not like okay week one it's this is the question about x y and z and then week two like is it more kind of um, dependent on the person? Like, do you generate it yourself? How does that work?
2: Yeah. So, uh, that's definitely a great question because, uh, to clarify, it's not like, it's not like, a what's the word? It's not like a schedule or kind mm-hmm. of like a, a training program or anything where there's certain questions each week that we have to ask. When I mean by questions, is that like, like when I'm meditating, for example, or even if you're just not even meditating and if you go about your day-to-day life in in mindfulness then sometimes you kind of get questions yourself so like you yourself end up asking this question Mm -hmm. or if I'm meditating I'm like oh I'm really sad and then I think to myself why are you so sad so Mm -hmm. it's really more about being aware of
0: okay yeah
2: why you're feeling a certain way so that you can change that
0: is it just to clarify is it supposed to be in conjunction with meditation is that how it's set up or is it more kind of by its by itself
2: yeah for beginners it's definitely more in conjunction with meditation because that's the primary method to ground yourself in Mm -hmm. order for you to uh have the like use reiki to its best potential so mm-hmm. if you're ungrounded and you're feeling worried or anxious or chaotic um even just more so than usual then that can hinder it and not help like it won't really help you too much mm-hmm. if you use reiki in that space mm-hmm. right whereas if you're more calm than usual it doesn't have to be you know fully zen and yeah. everything's fine in my life but just you know if you're calmer than you usually are and if you're trying to just breathe and pay attention on your breath then already that will allow for it to be actually beneficial to your life rather than just you being like okay <clears> i'm going to try to you know unblock my throat chakra and you're actually very anxious in that moment because that yeah. wouldn't work
0: yeah okay that that makes a lot of sense it's it's very similar to to meditation that way too yeah of course um i just kind of want to change a little bit but kind of ask you, what do you love, or, or really kind of get find that you get out of mindfulness and, and spirituality and Reiki?
2: Mm-hmm. I think I definitely am more myself, mm-hmm. if that makes sense through it, because there's so many things in my life or anyone's life that can, you know, just kind of hinder how you're feeling. So for example, if I get a bad grade one time, then I would be, you know, thinking about that for a couple of days, you know, so it affects me quite deeply in that sense. And so every day to not constantly be either worried about the past or the future and just kind of live in the present, um, which I find that when you do that, you actually, you know, you are quite a lot happier, at least I noticed, because you're not constantly worrying or you're not, you know, spaced out in your life that you're living right now. Um, And so that's like super important to, if something bad happens, you can change it to try to see the positive or try to help that bad situation, right? And so just that awareness of living in the moment, um, I've noticed that it's increased quite a bit. um, Mm -hmm. And I can, you know, if I get, I literally two days ago, I got locked out of my house and it was (laughs) like freezing rain outside. My phone was dead because of the cold, because of course (laughs) iPhones and I, (laughs) I had nowhere to go and I was super hungry and my neighbors weren't home. It was just a mess of a situation. And so I went to um, a restaurant that's close by to my house and I just sat there, asked for a charger and I was really grumpy. And then I kind of just, you know, when I was just sitting there, I was just kind of thinking and usually I'm a very big pessimist. So usually I would get really mad and call my mom a bunch of times and ask her why the door is locked or why she doesn't have an extra key and you know, kind of deflect or project. Um, but I kind of sat there and I was like, okay, well, I can't really do anything about it. So I'm going to ask for a charger, call an Uber to my mom's place and then get the key and come back. Cause that's literally all you can do, right? It's out of my control. And that I realized was such a big step in terms of how I would have reacted a couple like a year ago or like even a couple mm-hmm. months ago. Um, and so even little things like that, you no- start to notice um, change because mm-hmm. of uh, mindfulness.
0: W- would you say, I know for, for some people with, with meditation and mindfulness, do you feel that it allows you to become um, kind of more of who you are?
2: Yeah, it definitely does. Um, because you're, you know, you're, Happiest self is your best self, right? Mm -hmm. And whatever the sense of happy would be for you, and that can get really clouded and kind of like if you think of it like like a film, like like a translucent kind of film over you, where like it stifles your best energy or like your best self, right? Mm -hmm. Because of the things that happen every day. So like little things, like even just being in university, it's stressful, or you know. Dealing with a pet that's, that's a puppy, for example, that's even stressful. Yeah. So everything um, kind of starts to create this film on top of us is like how I like to think of it. Mm-hmm. And that stifles your best self, um, mm-hmm. unless you're, you know, consciously trying to peel those layers back mm-hmm. and trying to, you know, um, understand why and how to change it. And that kind of reveals you under mm-hmm. those layers.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. no that makes a lot of sense and like just to kind of piggy off that like what would you say the most important part um for you for your own mindfulness is of the whole process
2: Mm -hmm. i think the most important part for me would definitely be consistency okay um because i found that that's when i feel the best um even just if i Want a morning routine um, that involves, for example, like waking up, stretching, and meditating, and that's that's not even that extensive because I know so many people who have a more extensive morning routine. Um, and for me, even just doing that sometimes is uh, hard to do consistently. But when I re- when I find that I do those things, I feel great that week, for example. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I really notice kind of the difference, and I think being consistent with anything but more especially mindfulness is very important and it turns into a habit so a habit I I think it's 21 days we have to do it in a row Mm
1: -hmm. and
2: then you know it establishes deep more deeply than not and so um that's kind of what you just have to do it's kind of like brushing your teeth right it's a great habit it's good for Mm you
0: (laughs) yeah yeah no no of course um I guess kind of going off that as well is like what do you want to get out of mindfulness for for the rest of your life? Like, do you feel like you're at that consistency? Or do you kind of feel like there's a long way for you to go? I mean, uh, I know personally, with my own kind of mindfulness, I feel it's always kind of, you know, you're never where you want to be, but you you always want to feel like you're improving. So like, how does that, like, work for you for like, what's your kind of goals or, or what you want to get out of it?
2: Mm -hmm, For sure. I definitely think that It's, well, it definitely is a constant overturning process. Uh, Just anything, mindfulness, spirituality, anything like that is a constant change. So Mm -hmm. as you mature, as your ideals, or as you change, as you grow, that's also when spirituality and your mindfulness changes. So it's constantly Mm -hmm. going to be something that builds upon itself. Mm -hmm. um, And it's never going to be stagnant. Yeah. Um, example uh maslow's pyramid i'm not sure how many people yeah. know this but basically you know there's like the bare needs where you need food shelter and then you need safety and then it keeps working upwards until you get to self actualization
1: mm-hmm. and that's
2: what i actually think of it where you always strive to self actualize meaning mm-hmm. you know just understanding your best self and serving mm-hmm. others and um just you know being the person that you want to be and so that person that you want to be is always going to change because your idea of that person will change as you grow,
1: mm-hmm. right?
2: And so that's why as my goals are, are concerned, I guess I would say that right now they would just be to be consistent and, you know, mm-hmm. to, um, for example, do my level three, um, which mm-hmm. I, so basically my mother, the way she works with um, anyone she teaches Reiki is that she decides when you're ready mm-hmm. um, because based on your energy and how you are. And so for years, she's been telling me I'm not ready. But I graduated to I might be ready recently.
0: Oh, wow. Okay. That's (laughs) exciting.
2: (laughs) So that's my next goal, probably. Um, And just to, you know, explore new ways of like how I can use Reiki, because there are a plethora of opportunities of how you can uh, Mm -hmm. use this tool. And also to, you know, read more books about mindfulness. Um, Mm -hmm. For example, I just read uh, The Monk Who Sold His Ferrari recently.
0: Okay, cool. Um,
2: And there's, you know, there's definitely books, um, that, you know, allow you to kind of think of mindfulness in different ways and perspectives. So I would say just kind of exploring more of like what you can do.
0: Uh, like I, I, what did that kind of book, like, did you really enjoy What did that kind of, did that change your thinking? How, what was that
1: book like?
2: Um, I definitely, you know, I love, I love fiction and of course I love mindfulness and that. Book is fiction, mindfulness, and so it really combines my two worlds, and um, I really, really enjoyed it. And it's basically, you know, just about um, a monk who changes his ways, and uh, you know, his life story and what he has learned. And so mm-hmm. I definitely recommend it. And I've learned that um, there's so many different tools out there. <clears throat> oh my God, my voice is going away. <laughs> um, <clears throat> and there's so many different tools out there that um, are so useful in. You know, encouraging this journey. So, in the book, for example, um, they actually give you many tools uh, to do certain things in your life. And they kind of portray it in a story where, um, you know, the first part of the story is showing this lesson and they tell you the lesson. So, it's very straightforward. And, you know, it's not very, um, you don't have to deduce too much. And then yeah. the next part of the story, is you know this is the lesson and this is the theory and then it's very structured and gives you a list and diagrams at the end um to even kind of implement this in your life and so it's just about not being a cog in the machine Mm -hmm. and just realizing that you know you your happiness whatever that may be um is what is important and what you Mm -hmm. should pursue. Mm -hmm. But another book I actually, before that I finished reading was The Alchemist. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's also a classic and it is also fiction. And it's just about a journey um, of a young man and uh, how he, you know, learns what the importance of like his dreams and his passion and his goals Mm -hmm. as well. And just kind of following that. Mm -hmm. Um, So there's so many, it just basically for me changed you know, added a perspective, mm-hmm. um, for both books to mm-hmm. what I can do and mm-hmm. how I can explore mindfulness.
0: Yeah, no, that makes a lot of sense. Um, sounds like something I probably want to check out too. Um, I guess just my to to end off. Um, if someone's like, uh, like if anyone's listening to this, um, what what would what would you kind of suggest them to do if they want to try mindfulness for this first time?
2: Definitely, I think that. Firstly, you know, I'm sure that everybody is already using some form of mindfulness, you know, even just, you know, thinking about, oh, stay positive. Don't,
1: you know, even that's (laughs)
2: mindfulness. And so everyone is already doing it. And so they're already, you know, have that one foot in the door. Mm -hmm. But if you would like to get deeper, I would recommend first choosing a method that you think you would like the most right? And then if you love that, then you explore another and you kind of go deeper. So you just keep um, kind of putting the foot in the door method, um, because that's definitely going to be the best way where you realize what you like, what you don't like. So for example, if I was new uh, to mindfulness, and I thought that journaling would help me get my thoughts out on paper before I go to sleep, so my mind wasn't running <clears throat> at night, then I would start journaling, even inconsistently, mm-hmm. and, and if I found that that helped, or if I liked it, then i will maybe try meditating one day or, mm-hmm. you know, downloading apps. There's so many different great apps um, that you can find
1: yeah. Yeah, for sure.
2: as well. And, you know, use those maybe once a week even, or mm-hmm. join a meditation class because then you have that community where people like you, there's so many levels. Um, and so just starting off with, I would say meditation or journaling is definitely the most common method but people dive right into reiki sometimes or people mm-hmm. you know really like the idea of crystals and then that's when that's their kind of foot in the door to get into everything else mm-hmm. and so whatever you have a feeling that you would like the most i would start with mm-hmm. but again common would be meditation or journaling
0: well thank you very much Vanilla. i had a great time learning about uh obviously your own mindfulness which i thought was really interesting and obviously As someone that didn't know much about Reiki, it was cool to kind of dive into that world. So thank you very much and great having you on the show.
2: Yeah, it's great to be here. Thank you for having me.
1: Anyways, listeners, take care and on to another podcast sometime soon.